everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally how we do it, I would read a poem to you all from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. However, I am currently driving. Y'all are probably hearing some of the background noise. So I'm just going to talk to y'all on tonight. Um, I know that it has been a minute since I have been on, and for just reasons. However, what I wanted to talk about tonight is how we have a tendency to stamp God's name on our mess. So if you've ever heard about or heard someone say, um, God don't bless no mess, or if you've ever heard someone say, God don't like ugly, or um, anything of that nature. One thing I have come to realize is that a lot of times when we make certain decisions, we are quick to say, God made me do it, or God led me to do this, or God led me to do that. And I personally have been guilty of saying that a lot in times past, but I owe God an apology for all the times that I took a moment not to claim my own mess because of the decisions that I made, but to try to stamp you on it, Abba Father, in order for it to look good to whomever whether it be the church family, whether it be my own family, whether it be certain friends, whether it's even foes, I apologize for stamping your name on my mess. And the reason why I believe that it is important to apologize to God for just pretty much blaming him, in a sense, for things that didn't quite go so well in my life, is because it's not his fault. See, we've been given a blueprint. We've been given a blueprint. It's called the Bible. And in this blueprint, it guides us on how to use wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, you can always go to the book of Proverbs, and you can gain you some wisdom. Trust and believe that. It has, it's there to teach us how to love one another. It's there to teach us how to forgive one another. It's there to teach us even how to handle our relationships. Like when it comes to pastors and bishops and apostles, how they're encouraged to be the man of one wife and how they are encouraged to be a father to their children and how they're encouraged not to provoke their children to anger, and the list goes on. But we are given a blueprint. Now, I understand that there's a lot of people that may listen to this episode, and they're like, I don't read the Bible, so this doesn't apply to me. Okay, okay, fair enough. But even for those that don't read the Bible, nine times out of ten, whether it be your grandmother, your grandfather, a parent, a sibling, or a dear friend, someone 
has guided you or at least tried to guide you on a path of right standing for the most part. Now I know that there are some of us that have some of those friends that y'all may call them hoodlums <laughs> or or whatever, but for the most part, you got at least one person, and if you don't, my apologies. I, I mean, I hope that you end up getting someone in your corner that wills you nothing but good. But I'm speaking to the people that do have such guidance, that do have a mentor, that do have um, someone that they consider wise in their corner helping them to win this race called life. Well, I think it's unfair, though, that any time that we make a wrong decision in life, that we are quick to say it's someone else's fault. Why is it that we just can't own our own stuff? Why is it that we have to blame someone else for our wrong decision-making? How can we just can't look in the mirror and say, you know what, girl, you did that. Now, yes, you might have been influenced by this person. Man, you did that. Yeah, you might have been influenced by that person. But at the end of the day, the reason why certain decisions have been made is because you made them. You made those decisions. You made that decision to be with a person that did not necessarily value you as a person. You made the decision to remain in a relationship where you felt that you were not being loved the way that you deserve to be loved. You made the decision not to have that baby. You made the decision to divorce that man or to divorce that woman. You made the decision to get your tummy tucked. You made the decision to cut all your hair off. Do y'all get where I'm going with this? We're so quick to say God led me to do it or God told me to do it or God this and God that. Now, I'm not saying that there are times when you are truly led by the Holy Spirit, when you truly do hear the voice of God and you're being guided by his instructions. I'm not saying that. But there's a lot of times, if we are just being honest with ourselves, that we blame God for things that he had absolutely nothing to do with. So I was having a conversation with a very special person in my life. And as we were having this dialogue, he brought up (laughs) that he had a conversation with God and that he was fussing at God because God put him in that situation. And before I knew it, I was like, but he didn't, though. Your flesh put you in that situation. You had a desire. You knew what you wanted, so you chose that person. And just because things did not work out the way that you wanted them to work out, it doesn't give us the right to blame God. 
we didn't invite God initially, so why is it that we got to blame God when it doesn't work out in, in our favor? If you didn't invite him to the party, why are you going to be mad if only you show up? That's not fair. That's not fair to him. That's my opinion. If you didn't invite him to help you to select your bride, if you didn't invite him to help you to select your groom, if you didn't invite him to help you to make better decisions, healthier decisions, wiser decisions, if you have never invited him into your life, why are you going to be mad when things don't quite turn out the way that you want them to turn out? I just don't think that that is fair. I don't think that's fair to you, and I don't think that that's fair to God. And it's not fair to you because then you start to believe the lie. Yeah, I said it. You start to believe the lie. It's God's fault. That's not fair to you because now you may be blocking your opportunity to truly get to know God, however he shows up in your life. If you're blaming him initially, then now you've created an atmosphere where if he were to show up, you wouldn't recognize him because you have now believed the lie, that it is his fault that things aren't going the way that you want them to go. Now, I am not an expert in any way, form, or fashion. All I know is the life that I've lived myself. And in the course of my living this particular life, what I have come to realize is that it's not God's fault when I make wrong decisions. It's my fault. If I forget to comb my hair in the morning, that's my fault. That ain't his fault. If I opt not to brush my teeth in the morning, that's my fault. That's not God's fault. I hope y'all get where I'm going with this. And the only reason why I decided to share this is because, like I stated to this very special individual, I'm only sharing this with you because I have been where you have been in regards to wanting to blame God for all of the wrong that has taken place in my life. And it wasn't until I truly sat with self that I had to realize that a lot of the things that have taken place in my life, God had nothing to do with that. Now, did he give me a way of escape? Absolutely. Did he make my enemies my footstool? Absolutely. Has he been for me even when I was against myself? Most definitely. You know, they got a saying talking about... <laughs> He'll keep you even when you don't want to be kept. Trust and believe, I can attest to that. And so knowing that he is not the reason why a lot of the bad things have happened in my life, but what I can say about him is that despite all of the bad things that have happened in my life, he has been a constant help in my times of sorrow, he has been a comfort in my times of grieving. He has been a pillar when it comes to just my sanity. 
That's what I can say. But as far as blaming him for the things that did not go right in my life, that that is not fair. Not fair at all. And I know that when it comes to developing a relationship with God, that everybody has their own personal experience. Some people just don't believe in God at all. And I, I get that. I get that. And, and really and truly, I even get why. Um, the way that this world is set up, the way that things are set up, yeah, I can even get why. But I tried him, <laughs> and I know him for myself. So now my stance is why not? Through all the hell that I have experienced, even recently, that I've gone through, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, if I had not had my constant friend, my Abba Father, my God in my life, there's no way, there's just no way that I would have been able to truly, truly get through all of that. There's just no way. So I am eternally grateful for the relationship that I have developed with my creator, that I have nurtured with my creator, and that I have with him because he's the person that I talk to when I can't call Tyrone. <laughs> Some of y'all will catch that later. But anyway, he's the person that I reach out to. He's the person that I look up to. He's the person that makes everything better in my world, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for his presence. I'm grateful for his promises. I'm grateful for his consistency. And this is why I had to apologize to God for blaming him, for blaming him for all of my mistakes that I made, where I did not take the time out to ask for his wisdom, where I did not take the time out to seek his instructions, where I didn't take the time out to fast and pray. When I chose to lean on my own understanding, when I opted to do things my own way, not counting up the cost. And yet, and yet, despite all of the decisions that I've made, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, God has been the constant in my life. He has loved me when I was unlovable. He has kept me when I was unkeepable. He has blessed me beyond measure, and he has preserved my life. Now, for that, I am eternally grateful. He didn't have to do it, but he did. So I'm going to share something that at first I was so torn if I should share. I'm still kind of torn, truth be told. But recently... I came into the knowledge that I am facing a health crisis concerning my thyroid. And 
with all the other diagnoses that I have had in my past, y'all, for a lot of people, they would be like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and just, Lord, whenever you say the time is right, well, let's just go on and do that. Because with all of these diagnoses that these people keep on giving me, sometimes it makes you wonder, fight or gnaw. But I'm a fighter, so that's what I'm going to continue to do. And I also have faith in God. So it really doesn't even matter what diagnosis that I'm given. It doesn't matter how much weight I gain. <laughs> I'm going to praise him whether I gain weight or whether I lose weight. I'm going to gain I'm 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 going to just truly praise him no matter what. It just it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to love God regardless. Regardless of what comes my way, I'm going to continue to love him. And I remember my aunt told me a long time ago. She was like, "You always talk about how much you love God." You always say how much you love God, but I never hear you talk about how much he loves you. Well, guess what? Times have changed, and I can honestly tell you, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God truly loves him, some Teresa Reese. And I know this because I am still clothed after everything that I've been through, especially in these past three weeks. The other part I cannot share because that's concerning my child. And, um, yeah, God will let me know when, when I'm able to share a portion of that, if ever. But what I can say is this. God has kept me in my right mind. Now that you can blame on. <laughs> if you're going to blame something on God, blame the good things that he has done. What a mighty God we serve. Blame the good things that he has done for you. That's what you do. That's what you do. Blame the good things that he has done. But if you're going to blame him for all the bad, no. No you got to learn how to take ownership for your actions. God is not here to hurt us. He's here to help us. And it's so easy to blame someone when things don't go our way. I think that's the spoiled brat in us, <laughs> to be told. That's just us being spoiled because we just want what we want what we want it. And then if it doesn't go our way, we got a problem with it. That's a personal issue. It shouldn't be a God issue. That's just my opinion. So when I am thinking about all that I've been through, especially these past three weeks, and I think about the goodness of God, I'm grateful. I'm eternally grateful. So on earlier tonight, um, I had the honor and the privilege of being able to speak at an engagement um, a 35-year pastoral anniversary, I was asked to do a spoken word for Pastor A.W. Mays and Fannie Mays of the uh, Mount Sinai Baptist Church. So I was asked to do 
two points. So I did. And um, when I tell y'all that it was such a blessing, it's always a blessing to be amongst people that love God. That's my personal experience. I always get an extra burst of energy when I'm in the presence of people that genuinely love our Abba Father. So that happened on tonight, and it was a glorious, glorious occasion, a beautiful, beautiful occasion. So I'm going to read to y'all one of the poems that I wrote, and it is called Sacrificial Love, but it is in an acronym. So here we go. Sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit, allowing discernment to show us if God is truly in it or not. Christ is the example we should choose to follow daily, remembering the sacrificial price he paid for us, inviting him into our hearts, minds, bodies, souls, spirits, and space. Forgiving the unforgivable requires God's grace. Inspired by his unwavering agape love, choosing to forgive others and rise above. I walk with God, I sup with God, and I talk to him, always striving to abound in his divine holiness. Letting his light shine through me, letting his light shine through us on any given day. Living righteously intentionally, knowing that we must never cease to pray. Obedience has proved to be greater than sacrifice. Vigilantly seeing evil and prudently avoiding it to preserve our lives. Experiencing the love and will of God, knowing that our gifts and talents are without repentance, we rise. Christ died for our sins so that on his promises we could wholeheartedly stand. This gives us freedom to embrace his sacrificial love, knowing that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So I hope that y'all enjoyed that. That is what I read. That's one of the two poems that I read on tonight. The other one was called Embrace. But I truly, truly enjoyed that interaction. I truly, truly enjoyed the opportunity to speak. For those that know me know that I love to encourage others. And so tonight I wanted to speak to blaming God because I feel like we do that often. Maybe I'm the only person that does, but I really don't believe that I am. If you are someone who has blamed God for the wrong choices that you've made in your life, repent. Just turn away from that. Own your own mess. Own your own mess. Whatever bad choices that you made, own it. And then seek his face and ask him to guide you on how to correct it. If you haven't been the best student, as he is your teacher, ask him to let you retake the test. Ask him to show you how to make better decisions 
so that you don't have to live with regret in any area of your life. Ask him to order your steps according to his word. Ask him into your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, your entire space. Ask him to show up for you. I truly believe that if you believe, he will. This is going to conclude my episode on today. I do hope that y'all have the most amazing morning, evening, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. However, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.